In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For assuredly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Whoever, therefore, breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. This week we're going to focus on the divine indwelling and what it means to be temples of the Holy Spirit, partakers of the divine nature, and to have God dwelling within us. And this passage is from the very famous Sermon on the Mount. And it begins, I think it, be, it begins so interesting. And, and I, I love that these two come right after each other, because I think the second half does a great deal of, it, do, it does a great deal to illuminate sort of what's going on in The first part where we talk, Christ says, you are the light of the world, which is sort of a shocking thing to say, especially when we have sort of the luxury of, um, or the privilege to to know sort of a fuller story um, from the Apostle John's gospel and how he opens it. And he describes Christ as the true light and the true light that comes into the world and enlightens all men. And to see then in the Sermon on the Mount for the true light, to say to humans, you are the light of the world. is incredible, really incredible to think about for Christ to, in a sense, recognize or, or bring, bring to the attention of his hearers sort of the greatness, um, the great capacity of humanity. Um, as the Psalms say, we've been made little less than gods. Um, and these sorts of things. And I think it's important to to reflect on this, to recognize the great gift that it is, to recognize the great dignity of an individual human. You know, all the people that you see, all the people that you come in contact with every single day. It's, it's difficult sometimes for me. Um, I come in contact with a lot of people every day. And uh, admittedly, it's difficult for me sometimes to really recognize 
the dignity of every single person that I come in contact with. It's, it's quite taxing and that's because I'm not nearly as holy as I should be. Um, I just don't have the capacity to recognize um, that dignity in other people constantly and to the fullness and with every single person I meet. Um, it's much easier with people that I know well or very easy, much easier with people that I spend a lot of time with um, or am very close to. But that's everyone. Every single person we come in contact with has this greatness um, in their very nature as the image of God. And even before the gift of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, even before Pentecost, even before the Eucharist, or even before the death and resurrection, Christ is saying to these people, you are the light of the world. In Genesis, human beings were made in the image and likeness of God and told, go forth, be fruitful, and multiply. And in a sense, fill the world with the image of God. Make creation what it is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a... Oh, how to describe it. It's supposed to reflect the divine Godhead in, in fullness. And little parts of creation reflect little parts of God. But in man, there's something unique. Man is made sort of uniquely in the image of God. They're like a, a microcosm of all of creation. Trees aren't in the image of God, but all of creation reflects God. But man, in individually, man is, is, a, is a reflection of God. Even, I don't want to say necessarily apart from the rest of creation, but as the head of creation, as the crown of creation. Um, and there's, there's something to that. And I think just for today, just taking some time to reflect on that. To really spend some time thinking, I am made in the image of God. What does that mean? What does that tell me about myself? And what does that tell me about God? And to just sit with it. And to let the knowledge of the fact that you are made in the image of God, that you are the light of the world, that is your vocation. Just sit with that and let that knowledge permeate and see what it reveals, see what it prompts in you.